open our eyes that we scripture and practical applications. It is time, it is time, it is time. It's time for your daily devotional, right? So today we are going to jump into this chapter of Judges 15, 1 through 20. Judges 15, chapter 15, 1 through 20. And it talks about the Philistines being defeated talks about the Philistines defeated. Yes, we're going to get into this, right? Because in our last story, we see how, you know, we, we read about how Samson was um, distraught 
about his wife. How Samson was distraught about his wife. So, uh, I want to see what this distraughtness end up being in this next chapter. Okay, so we're going to deep dive into this. And I want you to sit back, relax, get your books, your your Bibles, your tablets, your cell phone, however you may be reading the word. And come on and join me in this uh, reading of learning this word. And it's going to show us the power of God. It will show us the power of God when we step out on faith. We believe in something that we believe that God has put and trusted into our hearts. What it will have us thinking and doing when we start trusting and stepping out on faith, uh, you know, with God on our side. So come on. It's time for your daily devotional. Come on. Let's get busy. Good morning, everyone, and it is time for us to get into our daily devotional. Our subject for today is Judges 15, 1 through 20, and it reads, But it came to pass within a while after, in the time of wheat harvest, that Samson visited his wife with a kid, and he said, I will go in to my wife into the chamber, but her father would not suffer him to go in. And her father said, I verily thought that thou hadst utterly hated her. Therefore I gave her to thy companion. Is not her younger sister fairer than than she? Take her, I pray thee, instead of her. And Samson said, concerning them. Now shall I be more blameless than the Philistines, though I do them a displeasure. And Samson went and caught three hundred foxes and took firebrands and turned tail to tail and put a firebrand in the midst between two tails. And when he had set the brands on fire, he let go of them into the standing corn of the Philistines and burnt up both the shocks and also the standing corn with the vineyards and olives. Then the Philistines said, Who hath done this? And they, an- and they answered, Samson, the son-in-law of the Tim- Timnite because he had taken his wife and gave and given her to his companion. And the Philistines came up and burnt her and her father with fire. And Samson said unto them, Though ye have done this, yet will I be avenged of you, and after that I will cease. And he smote them hip and thigh with a great slaughter. And he went down and dwelt in the top of the rock Etam. Then the Philistines went up and pitched in Judah and spread themselves in Lehi. And the men of Judah said, 
Why are ye come up against us? And they answered to bind Samson, Are we come up to do to him as he have done to us? Then three thousand men of Judah went to the top of the rock Etam and said to Samson, Knowest thou not that the Philistines are rulers over us? What is this that thou hast done unto us? And he said unto them, As they did unto me, so have I done unto them. And they said unto him, We are come down to bind thee, that we may deliver thee into the hand of the Philistines. And Samson said unto them, Swear unto me that ye will not fall upon me yourselves. And they spake unto him, saying, No, but we will bind thee fast, and deliver thee into their hand. But surely we will not kill thee. And they bound him with two new cords, and brought him up from the rock. And when he came unto Lehi, the Philistines shouted against him. And the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him, and the cords that were upon his arms became as flax that were burnt with fire, and his hands loosened from off his hands. And he found a new jawbone of an ass, and put forth his hand, and took it, and slew a thousand men therewith. And Samson said, with the jawbone of an ass, heaps upon heaps, with the jaw of an ass, have I slain a thousand men. And it came to pass, when he had made an end of speaking, that he cast away the jawbone out of his hand, and called that place Ramatha, Ramathlia, Ramalihi. And he was sore athirst, and called on the Lord and said, Thou hast given this great deliverance into the hand of thy servant. And now shall I die for thirst and fall into the hand of the, of the uncircumcised. But God claved a hollow place that was in the jaw, and there came water thereout. And when he had drunk, his spirit came again, and he revived. Wherefore he called the name thereof Enhakuru, Enhakuru, which is in Lehi unto this day. And he judged Israel in the days of the Philistines twenty years. I have read Judges 15. 1 through 20 speaks about the Philistines defeated. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning and say thank you. We say thank you for all that you have done for us in the midst of our sorrows, our trials, and tribulations. Lord, you teach us these things when we're going through. You teach us how to have strength. You teach us how to have courage. You teach us how to stand 
when we are alone. You, you teach us how to stand on your word, how to depend on you. And Lord, we thank you. We thank you for teaching us these things. How to endure. How to have strength. Lord, we thank you for all that you do for us. Lord, we thank you for this day that you have given us breath in our body and activity of our limbs. And we are in our right minds just for the day, Lord. Lord, we ask you to bless the word, the reading of your word. In the mighty name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen, amen, and amen. In our lesson today, we learn that sometimes you will have to fight for what you want, but you also have to know the consequences of what you're fighting for. We see that Samson wants to visit his wife and her father says no. He cannot see his wife because now she belongs to someone else. And we see that Samson does not like what he hears. He does not like that Someone has taken something from him and given it to someone else. Have you ever experienced that in your life where you have something that is of value, that means so much to you, that someone comes along and takes it from you and goes and gives it to someone else? I know I've experienced that in my life. And... Me, I chose not to, I chose not to, at first, yes, I was distressed, I, I was, I was all discombobulated, and I wanted to get, I wanted to do revenge, and I wanted to do, get back at these people, and the person that did it to me, and things, but then I thought about it, I said, I'm not about it, I said, why well, am I going to waste my time? Sometimes, when we have things that come upon us and and someone has done us wrong, do we seek revenge on them or do we just give it to God and keep it moving? We see that Samson chooses the revenge. And we see the destruction that he causes in his time of being distraught, of time of He's, he's making time to get revenge on the people that took his wife from him. And it is a thing of some things we fight for and some things we don't. And we see that Samson has chosen to fight for the things that he really wanted. And he goes and destroys the... He goes and destroys the shocks and the standing corn 
vineyards and olives. So vineyards and olive trees. He decides to set the tails of 300 foxes on fire. And they go and he, he loosens them into the field of corn, into the vineyards and the olive trees. And he, he's thinking of, he's thinking of ways, he, he, is, he is doing ways where he wants to get revenge on the people that have taken something from him. And the Philistines are like, okay, like, who did all this? Okay, like, what's going on? Like, like what happened? And they, they, they clearly say Samson did this. Samson doesn't think about the consequences. Samson doesn't think about anything except hurting someone else. In the it, to make a point of you took something from me that was a value, and now I'm going to get I'm going to get you back. Sometimes in our point of being, when someone hurts us, whether it's something that they said or something that they did, we have to we have a we have a we have a choice. Okay, we have a choice. If we are going to get back at them, or we're going to leave it in God's hands, and when we take on this revenge, or I'm gonna get back at you, or I'm gonna hurt you, I'm gonna try to hurt you in some kind of way, and you proceed with that, there is consequences behind it. It's consequences. So then we see that Samson, he says, "Yeah, I've done all this." He, he, you know, he done that. And then he went and killed the, killed some men. He went and killed the men, and, and he was like, "I'm rage. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an outrage. I'm mad. I'm pissed off. Uh, I want to get back at everybody because he wanted his wife back. All this behind his wife. That." Tells that that says to us that she was really important to him. She meant everything to him, and you're just gonna you're, you're just gonna take her from me, and it sent him into a hot rage, a, 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 a boiling rage. Of, of testosterone, and I, I'm I'm a, I'm a just I'm a just hurt everybody that I, I come across after you know I can't have my wife. So then he slaughters the men, and then he goes to the a mountain. And he 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 takes on this persona of I've done that now, and I want to be left alone, and then. Here comes somebody else. Here comes the men of Judah. And, and they say, look, okay, why why you come up against us? And, you know, it, 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 it accumulates to 3,000 men of Judah went to the top of the rock, Etam, and said, and said to Samson, knowest, that, knowest thou not that the Philistines are ruling over us? Okay, do you realize what you just done? 
you have turned around and killed the you have you have went in been destructive and you know the Philistines all over us the, the Judah 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 says the men of Judah and and it's, it's like your actions have consequences when it comes to us as well so before you think of this vengeance and taking this vengeance out on somebody, think about who else it may affect besides just that person that you're trying to hurt. It might spread to your family members. It might spread to your co- it might spread to your cousins. It might spread to your nephew, whoever. Sometimes even your vengeance, your vengeance and your mindset can affect everybody and everything around you. And it says, then he says, okay, well you okay so. I'm gonna go down with you, but you gotta promise me you don't have, you're not gonna kill me. Okay? And they say, okay, we're gonna we gonna work with that. We're gonna work with that. We 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 gonna work with that. And they bind him and with two new cords and brought him up from the rock. And when he came to Lehi, the Philistines shouted against him, and the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him, and the cords that were upon his arms came, became as flax that were burnt with fire, and his hands loose from off his and loose from off his hands. And he found a new jawbone of an ass. And he proceeds to kill a thousand men. some more Philistines. He decided to go ahead. Okay, look, okay, uh, you know, and God assisted him in that. God, it seems that God is assisting him in so many things in this, in this, in this text. He's not alone. It's really, uh, uh, it's really something that God has, has destined for him to do. It says, Samson, with jawbone of an ass, heaps upon heaps, with the jaw of an ass, have I slain a thousand men. Okay? And now he's done that, and it came to pass when he made the end of speaking that he cast away the jawbone. He threw that away. He threw away his weapon. He made jawbone, he made the jawbone a weapon. And he thirsts. So God gave him water. And you know, and and he becomes the judge of Israel for the next 20 years. Because of his action, he God gave him strength to do just that, to really get him to step into the next round. Sometimes we got. Sometimes it might be vengeance, but sometimes you gotta fight for the things that you you have to fight for the things that are most important to you. And sometimes it might not be vengeance. It might not be vengeance. Sometimes you have to fight for your family members or fight to, like, say your child go to jail and you know they're innocent. That's a fight you got to do. Say someone's trying to come into your home and they're breaking into your house. That's something you got to do. Defend. 
Defend what is yours. Really, you could you could you could turn this tax into a vengeance or or a vengeance, a fight, a fight of vengeance, or you could take this tax into something you believe in that you know that is that you have to have or you have to or God places it in your heart to fight for something and you have to fight it by yourself to take control over it to have dominion over it and even though you you got all these enemies you got all these people you got all these things coming up against you people talking about you people slandering your name people are scandalizing your name people uh, people trying to use you manipulate you uh uh you know just just using you for their benefit and you realize you realize in the end that these people have no part of your future they don't have nothing to do with what God blessed you with or what's coming next Sometimes you have to fight for your business. Sometimes you have to fight for your children. You have to fight for certain things in your life. I want to better myself. I want to do more in my life. God's placed something down down in me that I need to do. And you have to fight for it. You see where he ended up at, right? He, he, He becomes in charge of Israel for 20 years. That fight was to solidify his place in leadership. Sometimes our fights aren't about vengeance. Sometimes our fight is about, okay, look, I I need to control this. I I need to get a hand on this. And I need to, you know, and, and you might think of it as I am, I'm tired, I'm weary, and it's one thing after another thing, and it's something else, and it's it's this and that, and then God is just trying to teach you how to have strength during the fight. And you got to know what you are fighting for. If you want to do start a new life, start a new life. But what are you willing to sacrifice to get to this new life? To this life where you want to, you have a desire to, you have a desire to, to, to start over in a new place, in a new season, in a new, in a, in a new mindset. Because you can't take the old mindset with you into the new place. And is this mindset able to give you the life that you want, that God is put down inside you telling you you can have this life. And sometimes we just, you know, we we rather be it and there's nothing. Sometimes we rather be in a fight and we 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 like going through these trials and tribulations, but we can't get stuck there. We can't get stuck and the stuff that we fighting for. We can't get stuck with, oh, people pleasing. And, and oh, I got to help this person. And I got to help this person. And I got to do this. And I, no, some things, you fight for them and you keep it moving.
you fight for something and you keep that moving. You every level, every level in your life has a moment of I have to get here. I have to get to this place. I have to get to this thing that God's asking me to do. And when when things come upon you, you have to learn how to either fight for it or let it go. Because every fight ain't for you to be fighting. Some things we got to let go and let God do it. As we can see in this text, that God is giving him the strength to fight, to become, he's, he's leading Samson to somewhere else. In order for him to become leader, he had to fight the Philistines and show them, I'm not the one. I'm not the one you want to mess with because I will wreak havoc. And sometimes the things that God places in our lives make us fight. Make us fight for what we want. Make us move to the next level. Make us rethink our mindsets. Every fight, some sometimes these fights is the, the look. I I, I don't I don't, I don't want to be around gossipers anymore. I don't want to be around backstabbers. I don't want to be around doing drugs and drinking and and fornicating and and things that are not of God. Sometimes that fight is consistent of that. There's so many different fights in our lives that when they come upon us. We have to, you got to, you got to make a choice. Do I want this better life or do I want to keep sitting around these people that ain't doing nothing, ain't got nothing for themselves, and they using everybody around them to get what they want? They not working. They not, they not trying to do anything better. They not trying to do, uh, they not showing you. They not, uh, they, they talk good game and all this, what they going to do. But are they doing, are they at, are their words matching their actions? I recently dealt with that in my life as well. And that was a fight I walked away from. No, I I, I, I just don't have, I don't, some things after you realize some things, they you look at some things in your life and you look at some, what's going on, and you look at it really good and you take your time to look at it and you realize that ain't mine, that ain't, that I ain't got nothing to do with that. That's that person's problem. Or that problem belonged to someone else, not me. But the fights that God gets you in, you have to learn how to strategize, plan it out, and keep it moving. That everyday life is like that. So I know I gave different scenarios in this daily devotional, and I hope it encourages you to. Look at your life and evaluate what is worth fighting for and what is not. And I want you to have a blessed day. All right, babies? We'll talk again for Judges 16, 1 through 31 in our next topic. Okay, baby? Judges 16, 1 through 31. And we will discuss our next topic. All right, I want y'all to have a nice day. Okay, babies, I love you, and goodbye.
Hello to all my entrepreneurs. My name is Sharice Johnson-Moore and welcome to Sharice Johnson-Moore's podcast. Do you have products and services that you want to tell the world about? Well, I have an offer for you. Did you know that when you make a 60-minute voiceover ad and place it in podcasts, that it increases your business awareness by 50% in the marketplace? Voiceover ads aren't that expensive. They range from $15 to $25. It all depends on where you place your ad in the podcast. So come on in and place your ad on Sharice Johnson Moore's podcast and tell the world what you have to offer. You can reach me at I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com or 724-570-1153 for further details. Come on, let's tell the world what you are made of. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you to all my listeners that take out your time to listen to Sharice Johnson Moore's podcast. The segment is daily devotional. I greatly appreciate all of you in all the countries that I have listeners in. I greatly appreciate everything that you do when it comes to supporting the podcast. I want to say that it has been an honor and a privilege to bring you the word every morning. And I thank you, and I greatly appreciate you for what you do. And it is with everything that I do, God leads me to do these things. And I want to encourage you, if you do not know God, get to know him. In your time, get to know God for yourself. And I want to say, I love you and I will talk to you again on Sharice Johnson Moore's podcast. This segment has been Daily Devotional and I greatly appreciate your listening, listening to me every morning and I love you and I will talk to you again later on Daily Devotional. All right, babies, go out and be great. Go out and conquer the world. And don't let nobody tell you nothing else, okay? Don't let the people discourage you. Don't let the people talk you out of the blessing that God has placed in your life. I want to say thank you, and you have a blessed day.